0: blog
1: talk radio good evening ladies and gentlemen welcome to the Hushmo black forum here we do it bigger we do it better we do it longer and out of necessity we'll do it louder than anyone out here so relax here's your host husmo black
3: Hey, you got me hush coming to you live and in living color this evening. Oh, yeah, we come to you every Saturday, uh, uh, 7 to 9 over a blog talk. Let me, let send out a little notice. Make sure you know that, uh, we're out here in live and living color here. Huntsville Black Forum, y'all, welcome. I'm is to do it bigger, to do it better. Not in the session. Sometimes we'll do it louder. Here lately, we've had we uh,
2: had
3: to crank up the volume a little bit just to uh, just to get our message in, y'all. These are crazy times. These are crazy times, y'all. <laughs> hey, and and. And getting crazier. The Donald, the Donald's gonna be taking over the ship here in about twenty, what, twenty more days? Yeah, thirty more days, whatever it is. He's gonna be taking over the ship, and I think think has got the the makings of some craziness, some crazy stuff, y'all. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna uh, make it through. Yeah, they can't hurt they can't hurt us. It can't hurt us. Huh. We're too far down the the food chain. You got, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. We we a long way down the food chain, y'all. Hey, let's uh we're gonna kick it off like this though, like we do here. We're gonna kick it off like this, y'all. We're gonna kick it off like this. You're
0: broken down, and tired. So living around and you can't find out. I-
3: happen. Maybe we can't get through it. I, I, something's going on there. Get right between the Get right in the middle and somehow under a day come up short. Hey, y'all. Uh, it's December 17th, 2016. This is uh, the weekend before Christmas weekend, y'all. Yeah? Next time, uh, uh, this time next week, next Saturday, will be the 24th. That's Christmas Eve. Year is gone, y'all. Santa Claus will be coming down the chimney here. Next thing you know, our next show, Santa Claus gonna be coming down the chimney. Y'all let Santa in. Don't. Hey, don't start no. Don't put no fire in the fireplace. Come on. come uh, out. They're gonna have a fire going. You can't have no fire going or Santa Claus is coming down the chimney. Do Santa Claus even come down the chimney anymore? I don't. Huh? <laughs> hey, peanut girl, Santa don't come down the chimney no more, I'll to get in the house and we don't come down the chimney y'all come on, be for real folks don't don't have a clue they, yeah, that's Peanut gallery they don't have a darn clue, and all all of a sudden they know everything they know how Santa Claus get in and out i, I well, I for one will not have a I will not have a tree, I will not have a fire rather in my fireplace. Not on Christmas Eve, I won't. I don't know if I get in anymore. I ain't going to have no, I know I ain't going to have no fire burning. And just in case you need to, uh, mm. I see were a uh, Romney Mitt Romney wrote this op ed in the Salt Lake Tribune, talking about Trump will be open minded if Mitt Romney think for one second that Donald Trump had any intention of picking him for Secretary of State, uh, I think he he's sadly uh, mistaken. I could be wrong. I don't think Donald had any intention of making Mitt Romney Secretary of State. First of all, he couldn't get to pass his own uh uh henchmans. He couldn't get that pick past his own people. They weren't about to have Mitt in there. And uh I don't know. I, like I said, I, I got <laughs> I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the president elect uh a chance to uh, to govern. I'm going to keep a short lease on him. I'm going to keep a short lease on him, though. i tell you that right now. I ain't going to give him much room at all, y'all. You can't. You got, <laughs> I'm not going to give him much room at all, but I will give him a chance to govern. Uh, he certainly don't have any kind of mandate. Now, when he lose the popular vote by damn near 3 million votes. He ain't got no mandate. Uh, but uh, besides that, the FBI now come up and say that they agree with the CIA that this whole thing, uh, this whole election, this whole... Uh, this old thing about uh, the hacking of the DNC by the Russians was uh, uh, an effort to uh, get Donald, Long, uh, Donald Trump elected president. If that was the case. They succeeded, y'all. Yeah. the Donald is the president-elect. <sighs> See where he took time this week to get uh, Kanye West in for a brunch. He just got out of the damn uh, Mill hospital out there for the mill ward, on honestly. Hospital that did have some kind of issues there. I, you know, the guy's under a lot of pressure. He's under a lot of pressure. His wife got stuck up in France and shit. He, uh I guess, uh, took some $10 million worth of uh, his, his money. Well, $10 million. He bought all the jewelry, didn't he? That could be a little unnerving. So the kind, of, so Yeezy, Yeezu, Yeezu has been under a lot of pressure here lately. He stayed what four or five days in the hospital out there in California. He got out, and went back to New York, and his own had him over for brunch. Don't ain't got time for. He don't have time to uh, take security briefing. Well, I was about to implode, y'all. And he he don't have time to take security briefings, but he got time to sit down with uh, Yeezy, Yeezu, yee jesus We'll leave it for for uh, some kind of breakfast, uh, brunches. Uh, I don't know. I, what anybody know what Kanye West we're going meeting with the president elect? They hugging and smiling and taking pictures and what what's up with that? I ain't mad at Kanye. I ain't mad at Yeezoo. Yee-Zoo. Hey, nothing wrong with having friends in high places. Nothing wrong with having friends in high places, y'all. We need all the friends we can get too. Hey, I ain't mad at him. <laughs> I ain't mad at him, y'all. We need friends in high places. So we got we got some representation that we got some uh folks at the table. We got Kanye West, we got uh look like we got uh, uh uh Dennis Rotman, Mike Tyson, Don Keane. So we got some black representation that, that's got the ear of uh, the president-elect now. So somebody in the peanut gallery, guess I'm gonna say about the, uh, our uh, ambassadors. So, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? What's wrong with Don King? Beat Mike Tyson out of money. Hey, I don't know nothing about that, y'all. I don't know nothing about that. I, I, <laughs> I, nah, hey, don't start no stuff, y'all. <laughs> don't start no <those> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> President Obama gave his last uh had his last news uh his last news briefing yesterday. That thing lasted damn near an hour and a half, y'all. Yeah, long. He uh went on and on for about an hour and a half. We're gonna miss that guy. We're gonna miss the president when uh, the dawn gets up there. It's gonna be a real shh stark contrast in uh and uh orator or skills oh. <laughs> it's gonna be a stark contrast and twenty seventeen she corvette is here wow. Like a pretty bad Umbre there That 2017 Chevy Corvette. I was always wanted a Corvette, but I never, I never could bring myself to want to spend that much money on one. I oh yeah, I like them, but kind of things seem to me be out. Seem to be a little top heavy in what they wanted for them and what you actually got. I don't know. I you know. Mm-mm. Y'all always seem to be a little top heavy, y'all. I like this 2017, though. I'm just looking at the Corvette here. 2017 Corvette looks like a real, real uh, humdinger. Oh, I'd take one if I could, you know, just the Corvette Grand Sports Return. Wow. Hey, you got a first one in 1954. Is that the one in 54? Wow. What you give for five thousand dollars? Sure, it's not a Corvette. Oh, that's the emblem that go on the hood. It's five thousand dollars. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> hey uh, y'all, y'all all ready for Santa Claus? If you got something to leave the hushmo uh, just slip it under the tree. I don't care what it is. It'll be anything. Whatever. If you got something for the house more, just slip it under the tree. You ain't got to put your name on it. You ain't got to put your name on it. Just slip it under the tree. Why sure to pull that golf ball back pretty. Just slip it under the tree, y'all. Huh? And I'll uh, make the most of it from there. I'll deal with it from there. Oh, yeah. We uh trying to see. I think my Hawks come on tonight. The Hawks playing pretty good ball, but they they're not consistent right now. They up and down. One night they play pretty good. The next night they getting blown out. They gotta find some more consistency, y'all. I mean, it's a new team. They just a uh, new point guard, new center. You a new point guard and a new center on your team. That. You know, you gotta come together with the, uh how those two uh pieces are gonna fit. And right now we've got a hell of a point guard and a pretty good center. Dwight Dwight Howard, old hometown boy, came back to the city, He's gonna try to lead us to the promised land, much like the king did up there in Cleveland. King James that is. And uh some mixed review, uh, mixed reviews right now but you know, one night he's up and one night he's down, as is the team itself. hmm As is the team itself. One night the team is up. It's up and down. One night it's up and one night it's down, you
2: yeah.
3: uh, But like I said, uh, those two pieces take a while for them to uh, come together. You change out your point guard and your center, those are the two critical pieces there that has to has to uh, be on the same page. And they getting there something nice. Dwight and Dennis last night. They they played I believe it was Toronto. They both uh played a hell of a game. I I mean they play like that. We got something. When I say we are, I mean the Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks. I'm a hometown. I'm a hometown uh, fan. Everything in ATL, i root for, from the Hawks to the Falcons to the Braves to Georgia Tech to University of Georgia. I root for all the home home, teams. Uh, I'm not a bastard to say I'm a Homer when it comes to my sport. do I, I like other teams, I used to root for the Browns and the Indians. Way back in the day, now I, I still have an affinity for them, but not. You know, they come second to the to the home teams. But I still root for the Browns. Probably ain't won nothing since Jim Brown left, y'all. Probably ain't won nothing since Jim Brown left. Still, to this day, I put him at the top of my running backs. I put Jim Brown at the top of the running backs today. This man ain't played football in 50 years. I still got him right up right up, right up top, yeah. He ain't played ball in 50 years. I still got him the to top back. that never played a game. I think Bo Jackson would have uh, had something to say about that if he if he had played another couple of years. I think the Bo, I think Bo would have something. To, Bo would, have, would would have had something to uh, do with uh, my calculations had he stayed around. Had he been able to stay around another couple of years, Bo. Bo would have influenced my uh calculations there, no doubt. No doubt the Bo uh maybe the overall greatest athlete that uh that uh that ever came down the pike, yeah. Bo Jackson. Maybe the overall greatest athlete that ever came uh came down the pike. <laughs> yeah. That was not only a great uh, football player. This guy was a great baseball player. Scab was a great track person. <laughs> but uh, since he didn't play those few years that that were influenced by calculation, Jim Brown is a man when it comes to football and running backs. I don't think anybody played with his attitude, with the attitude that Jim Brown had. (laughs) Nobody had the attitude uh, that played that position, the running back position. That Jim Brown had the attitude of a Lawrence Taylor. (laughs) Jim Brown's attitude on on offense was like Lawrence Taylor's attitude on defense. (laughs) Shoot. Yeah. I don't know, Jim. What do we got, y'all? America's African is set today, 2016. Where we staying? Hey, y'all, we got a free call into the Hushbow Black Forum, one 888 Free call into the Hushbow Black Forum. We don't, we don't take many calls out here, but we will uh, take a call or two. Have something to say, something to add to uh, the conversation. What we do is we advocate for justice, social justice on behalf of Americans of African descent. Not because we don't love everybody. Now we do love everybody, but just by extension, we find ourselves advocating for that community. Lord no, we need all the advocacy, advocacy we can get. Tell you one thing: we better get prayed up for the we, we. We better get prayed up for these next four years, y'all. It might be some bumps in the road, so we we better get prayed up. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. I'm, hey, I'm calling it like I see it, y'all. I, hey, ain't no shame in my game. Mm. No shame in the hushbowl game. Our motto out here is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer, and not necessarily sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on Blog Talk. Oh, yeah, and I, oh, we don't like to get loud. We like to keep everything on an even keel, but sometimes that's impossible almost to do and get your, uh, get your, uh, two cents in. Sometimes we have to crank the volume up just to uh just to get into the conversation though, they'll know, squeeze you out of the conversation. Good morning, evening friends. Here's your friendly announcer. I have serious news to pass on to everybody. What I'm about to say could mean the world's disaster could change your joy and laughter to tears and pain hmm. is that loves in need of love today those are the prophetic the prophetic words of a, a minstrel a blind minstrel crying out to the world. Trying to warn them that evil and hate was trying to make them get possession. Evil and hate. And this minstrel, this blind minstrel as far as he could uh, perceive it to be, thought that love was the mechanism by which this evil and hate could be brought under control, Yeah. Love and need of love today. The minister went on to say, don't delay, send yours in right away. Send your love in right away. It is desperately needed uh, in the world today. And that 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 uh, prophetic statement has relevancy today. It's just so relevant to what's going on today, yeah. Evil, hate is on the march. Evil and hate is on the march, y'all. And the greatest practitioner, the greatest practitioner of of love that, that I know of, that I, you know, experienced in my lifetime, one, uh, uh, the doctor, Martin Luther King, Jr., the greatest practitioner of love, said this about it. Love is the only force on earth that can transform an enemy to a friend. He said that love is the only force. He said love is the force, y'all. Yeah? The only force uh, on earth. That could transform a friend, or that could transform an enemy into a friend. You didn't have to argue with them, an enemy. You didn't have to fight, fuss a fight with them, steal, kill him, an enemy. You, you didn't have to do any of that stuff. All you had to do. To bring him over to being a friend was to love it. That's powerful stuff, yeah. It's <clears throat> powerful stuff. Love. I didn't know much about that when I was a young folk a young person. I've learned uh to uh understand it much better as I have grown old in my twilight years. I uh, understand it today all too well. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. Yeah. (laughs) And a lot of it. Uh, The minstrel, the blind minstrel says that don't delay. Send yours in right away. <laughs> hey, uh, I was just looking at, uh, uh a take on Justice John Souter who retired here. I don't know when he retired. William, back in 2012? John Suda retired from the bench. He uh, was given an interview and was talking about the democracy and how a democracy could become vulnerable by uh, its citizens... uh, becoming apathetic to what was going on in the political arena around them. If they became apathetic to the politicians that was in charge of the democracy and not hold them responsible for their actions, that uh, the society could be taken over by a demagogue, if the citizens of a democracy became apathetic to the leaders uh who was in charge of uh running the society and failed to hold them accountable for um The demise of the society failed to hold them accountable for their actions that the democracy could fall into the hands of a demagogue who could come along and promise this apathetic society that they were the only ones of their problems. This demagogue, because remember, the society has become uh, apathetic to what was going on in the society. Uh, they allowed the folks in charge, the politicians who were there running this uh, democracy, <laughs> they failed to hold a whole them responsible for their actions or inaction or whatever the case may be. And that's so uh relevant because it, it you know it kind of remind me of what's going on here in this country today now for eight years the congress the republicans in the congress has allowed this country to sink into oblivion uh because they refused Refused to work with uh, this president that we have today. They refused. They refused to work with him, period. They didn't care if the country felt and and it did. I mean, the country is in a bad way. Uh, Not so much because of uh, uh, what the president did. It's what the Congress refused to do they refused to work with this president. They would rather the the old country go to hell. And uh, for eight years, they refused. They made it their single goal to uh, see to it that the country didn't move forward as best they could uh, under this president. And what happened, uh, we got... We had a new uh, uh, election up here and got someone, in my mind, who is wholly unqualified to be president simply because the citizens became apathetic to what was going on and didn't hold the do-nothing Congress responsible for their inactions, And uh, we got what, in my mind, is a demagogue who came along and said that I am the only one that can solve your uh, problems? I'm the only one that can uh, get you
1: to where you want to be. Now the
3: country doing bad. This president now, it came into office. Uh, the country losing some five hundred thousand jobs a month. Uh, the oil industry had collapsed. The uh, financial uh, Wall Street had collapsed. The housing had collapsed. Uh, just in a two, three wars. This president came into office <laughs> under some trying, trying uh, circumstances, y'all. He led us through that. He led us through that and got us on, uh, back on solid ground. Still some, in spite of, in spite of the do nothing Congress, in spite of a Congress that at every turn, sought to uh, 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 stop him in his tracks. At every turn, they sought to stop this guy in his tracks regardless of what he wanted to do was good for the country or not. They stopped him in his tracks. And and look what we have now, yeah. These next four years are going to be really, really Uh, some trying times Uh, you know not to say that uh, uh, it's going to sink the country Uh, it's going to be really really uh, uh, some uh, some trying times I pray for I pray for the president elect you know you got my prayers He's got my prayers. I just hope that uh, uh, everybody else is uh, praying for him. Whew. Hey y'all, it's about uh, wow, ten minutes late y'all. I'll turn the flash when you're having fun. We're gonna take a quick pause for the calls here. We'll be right back. You got me hush off. Welcome back. Uh, we we've got to update some of our uh some of our uh canned uh uh cutouts, yeah. You, know? you know, I don't know. I, well, I'm planning on a on a whole new uh face look for the Hustle Black Forum coming the new year with the new president. I've got a hey, I got a Crank my game up, yeah. We're going to be uh, upgrading our uh, game. I tell my the school platform, we got to keep up. we got to keep up, yeah. We can't. Uh... And some of my stuff is getting outdated. I can. I don't like the way that last uh, piece sounded. Tiger Woods, y'all. Yeah. Just signed a new golf ball deal with Bridgestone. He's gonna play the B330S ball. Tiger says the best for his game. He didn't mention the money. He must be paying him something. He didn't mention the money. He said the ball was the best for his game. Yo, know, you think that's all it is? Just the ball is the best for his game. You don't think money had anything to do with it? Oh, Bridgestone's got a pretty good ball. I play. I got a friend that plays. Bridgestone, but not that B three thirty, that thing costs forty dollars a darn dozen. I can't spend that much money on the ball, y'all. Uh-uh. I'm a I'm a hacker. Now I like the Pro V one. Pro V one's forty dollars um, a dozen, but you know, I pay re- <laughs> the I play the re the used ones, y'all. But yeah, Tiger's just saying the deal with Bridgestone, y'all. Yes, yeah, it says, was gravitated toward the B-330 due to the trajectory and spin characteristics it offered. Shit, I got gravitated to that ball because of the money that Bridgestone was throwing at him. Y'all. Come on. All them balls is pretty good. You get hey, One ball is good as another one. they around the same price. Now, I know that much about it. I play golf. A $40 ball is going to get you some good resorts, <laughs> more so than a $10 ball. Mm-hmm. You get what you pay for, y'all, and that golf stuff. But uh, on his level, Tiger Woods could take any number of balls out there <laughs> and, and uh, make it do some good things for him. He's very interested in the development of the product and giving a lot of feedback. Especially one of the things we talked to him about was that he'll always be part of the R&D process when it's in the early stages, even though he's playing the B330S right now. We're already starting to talk to him about the future golf ball and about what he likes. He'll be a huge part of developing the ball going forward. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. So Tiger's making money, y'all. already he done started back making money, he back out there playing again. So he's gonna play in the uh Genesis Open in February. Well you play you'll play before then but Genesis somewhere out in California, Genesis Open that's a benefit of his foundation, so that's an easy easy uh decision for him. But uh my boy is Harold Varna the third, all Young American of Akron, since out there on the PGA, just won uh, the PGA Championship of Australia, his first tournament win, his second year on the PGA, he won down under, 19 under here uh, last week. I want to congratulate Harold Verner III. He's born in Akron, Ohio, you has been on my old stomping grounds up there. They got him into the Bridgestone Open. Speaking of Bridgestone, you know the Bridgestone Firestone uh, Open, played in Akron, Ohio, the famed Firestone Country Club. I think Tiger Woods won that thing. Tiger Woods won that thing like seven times. Yeah, they should name it the Tiger Woods. Uh, <laughs> that's why he's signed with Bridgestone. Bridgestone. Anybody who can win that thing that many times, we got to. That's his little hookup with Bridgestone. He won that championship up there seven times. I remember he won it one year in the dark. Could have balled 300 yards in the dark within two feet, y'all, from the fairway. That's <laughs> when he was a young boy full of calm, y'all. He was on his way up. But, uh, hey, we got a free call into the hospital Black Forum, you all three eight one four. 588 3814 just all over the place. I bother us to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. Now, sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on Blog Talk. Yeah. Hey, it's what we do. We cipher things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah try to make sense of things that uh, just don't make no sense or seem not to make sense. We make sense of it uh, for you. We'll make sense of it for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, uh-uh. you didn't hit that ball far enough, boy. You got to get that ball on the green a little further. I'm I'm checking out a golf tournament, y'all. It's one of these uh, replay things on the golf channel. And I'm I'm a golf fan. I'm a hacker when it comes to playing. I love the game because it's my it's it is my exercise. It's what I do for a hobby. Uh, What's my handicap? (laughs) You know what? There's always a smart somebody in the peanut gallery. Uh, Somebody in the peanut gallery want to know what the Hushmole's handicap is. What handicap? I'm 100% disabled. That's my handicap. Hey, I ain't got no handicap. Stop all that craziness. Somebody always want to. Always got a smart aleck in the in the peanut girl. Here's the peanut girl ain't never no played no golf in their life and they wanna know what the husband's handicap is. I just play for the fun of it, y'all. One thing I really like about golf, you can play golf until you damn near a hundred years old. Yeah. I mean oh I gotta use a cart. I can't I can't I ain't out there walking. Now, well, yeah, you get you get your exercise in, too. Even riding a cart, you still have to chase a little walk, uh, following that little ball all over the darn place. Shoot. But uh, that's my pastime uh, enjoyment. Uh, oh, I ain't going to get no better. Shit, I'm too old to get shoot. Oh, I'm sorry. Somebody got the, somebody leaping this stuff out? Hey, you're supposed to be bleeping this stuff out, son. I'm going to find something else. I'm going to find somebody to take you. Hey, there's 19 uh, bodies out there that want your job. If you can't do your job, I'm going to find somebody else to do it. I'm like the dawn. I don't mind firing. I'll fire you in a minute. Like the dawn on the apprentice. I'll fire you. You are fired. I don't mind firing you now. Boy, you better straighten up. Dogs are hard to come by. Well, good helpers are hard to come by too. <laughs> I can I I, I I I you can't find you can't find nobody too quick though. Good helpers are hard to come by. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I uh I just fact, I just uh, traded in I just traded in a set of golf clubs, a set of I had a set of Nike slingshots. I traded in on a set of uh, telemade racks, oversized uh, offset clubs. Oh, a 2 mall, I think it is. But I don't play them yet. I just got them in. I got to get out and hit, hit them in the yard, see how they're they going to work for me. I'm like Tiger. I'm trying out new, new equipment, trying to get ready for the next year's season. I want to be I'm gonna come out there with all new equipment, y'all. I'm gonna try this B three thirty Bridgestone that Tiger's playing. I ain't gonna play no forty dollars a dozen for a long. I'm gonna get the Retreads. I see some Retreads out there for about twelve dollars a dozen. Yeah, that's <laughs> hey, hey. I'm gonna try them first and see uh see what they're about. But uh, yeah. A no shame in the hustle game, y'all. What's going on here? What's going on with this? You know, I, uh, where is the rest of the shenanigans? You know, one thing, I've got to reload. I got, I got, shit, I got five computers in here in my studio, y'all. I got three of them running at one time that I do my show with. And one of them, one of them, for some reason, uh, for some reason, I got one that just refused to uh, do right. I don't know what's going on. What I think, I think I'm going to have to... uh, I think I'm going to have to reload this thing altogether. I put uh, Windows 10 on it, and I think it came with 7. What did it come with when I bought this thing? What I couldn't start. What do you mean, couldn't start? Do you want to start in save mode? Outlook couldn't start last time. Save mode, save mode could help you troubleshoot the problem. Outlook couldn't start. See what I'm gonna have to do on this one, I'm gonna have to wipe it all clean and load up and load up Windows ten again. that's what I'm going to have to
1: do. That's
3: what I'm going to have to do because for some reason this thing don't want to uh,
1: act right. That huh? Let's see, T T R A C I.
3: We're gonna try this and see how far we get in this direction, T R A C I, because uh, we don't know. We can't. We can't seem to. Uh, We I'll see uh, I like one of those ten, but you know unless you get it unless it come on a machine. You know, and I worked in IT for 40 years, y'all, so I, I know a little a bit about what I'm talking about. It is best to uh, don't upgrade, if you can at all help it. Wipe your hard drive clean and install a new copy of Windows 10, because, I mean, sure, you can upgrade from whatever you're using. Seven or whatever the number of uh, Windows 8, I guess. Windows 8 is one of them. Whatever it is, you can upgrade to uh, Windows 10, but it's been my experience that uh, uh, it's better to uh, start all over anew uh, if you uh, move moving from one operating system to uh, the next. It's better to... Uh, Just install it, uh, new install. Don't try to upgrade. Uh, Save all your data files that you uh, want and just uh, start all over again. And and with a new install, Uh, format your hard drive and then install it by itself. And uh, you'll uh, have fewer problems uh, that. Hey, you talking to an expert, isn't it? Hey, You ain't talking to him. that That's advice I'm coming from an expert. Oh, yeah. talking about an expert. Uh, we're going to take another quick pause for the calls here, y'all. It's about. Uh, about ten uh, minutes after 8 o'clock in ATL. We'll be right back. Y'all hang in there.
1: You got me, Hushma? Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushma Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., right here in cyberspace.
3: Welcome back, Coach. Welcome back, There, December 17th, 2016, y'all. Yeah. This year is just about gone. We've got exactly two more week, weekends in December. Uh, in 2016, to be out of here. 2016, to be out of here, y'all. Brand new year coming up. Brand new year. President's coming into office in January. January 20th, we'll have our 45th president uh, sworn in, the one Mr. Donald J. Trump. I see this little thing said Rosie O'Donnell met the real Donald Trump the other day. She's in a restaurant somewhere up there in New York having brunch, and somebody came up and introduced himself as Donald J. Trump. You know, Rosie <laughs> Rosie uh has a ongoing feud with the Donald. Uh, uh but uh I don't know what that's about. Uh so <whistles> But she, uh, this guy happened to be, his name was Donald J. Trump, but it wasn't the Donald, President-elect. This guy was some doc or something. He was came up and thought he'd introduce himself so she could, uh, she could get some different vibes on uh, what uh, a real Donald Trump would uh, <laughs> entail. And uh, she had a good laugh. <laughs> she, Rosie O'Donnell, Rosie had a good laugh about
1: it. She, uh,
3: she, and the had quite a, had quite a dispute going. I don't know. Mm. You know, Blog Talk, I, I come to you live in living color with Blog Talk Radio, y'all. I don't know if y'all familiar with Blog Talk, but it's a great medium for uh, setting up your own uh, podcast, if you will, over the internet, and uh, they've, they've undergone, I've been out here since 2008, and over that time, they've undergone quite a few different uh upgrades and changes to their uh platform and I'm noticing uh a few new uh gadgets on my uh on my web on my uh studio page here. uh, uh it's got a uh got direct connect that I'm not, that I wasn't familiar with, that you can connect right through the computer. I, you yeah. know, I don't know, i got to play with it a little bit, I see right now I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to uh, do a little more connecting uh, around with it. Uh, so yeah, they've added a few new, a few new uh, twists and turns here. I want, want to play something for you all that I haven't played in a while, and it's always uh, fascinating to uh, to put this on and get feedback from my audience about it. Uh, I normally play it about once a year, and we're going to key it up and let you uh, get into a little of it tonight, Uh, because it's relevant, uh, talking about where the country is today, and uh, we're going to let you hear this, and just uh, going to take us to the end of the show, y'all. Y'all just kick back and listen uh, to this piece.
4: you got to do what God needs you to do, even if it doesn't look like it's popular right then. And some of the preachers that were talking all over TV about being beyond race ended up having to slip into Jesus sideways themselves.
2: <laughs> because that's
4: what movements do. Movements yeah. make you have to adjust. Right. And when you have a movement, the whole thing has to readjust around that Because people don't want to hear about your new Mercedes when their kids get locked up. People not impressed with your private jet if you ain't landing nowhere. And that is what we've been able to do this year, but it began last year. And I think that that is why we've got to keep the structure going, just like now. Martin and and, 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 uh, Charles Steele and, and many of us announced yesterday, we're going to Washington November 16th. Because you can't stop it. gee, the fight has been and we laid it out at the first social justice conference at Friendship West in Dallas. This is a fight that started since this nation started. A, not only with chattel slavery, but whether or not this country was going to be controlled by the states or by a centralized government. That's what Civil War was all about. And what we're looking at is states' rights versus a federal government. Louisiana said we'll handle it in our state. We don't have a hate crime for for children. We're saying the federal government, but you've got to protect federal law. We're saying Florida saying, well, the boot camp thing, that's a Florida thing. Georgia said, well, Janalo Wilson, that's a Georgia thing. That's states' rights. And many of us that are in the pulpit don't understand we are not fighting conservatives, we're fighting Confederates. These people are committed to a confederate form of government. And every time blacks allow them to slip back into states' rights, that's how they kept slavery under states' rights. That's how they kept segregation under states' rights. The only thing that protects us is a centralized federal government that's held accountable. That's why we've got to take the fight to Washington. I just tell Freddie Hayes, people say to me, why haven't the federal government done anything? The question is why we haven't demanded they do something
2: did you all think they're going to wake up one morning and
4: volunteer to help? When have we gone to the Justice Department in mass? But if we sit around waiting on them to break in the news and say, we've decided we're going to be nice to Negroes today, that ain't never happened.
2: <laughs>
4: so based on what pressure is the Justice Department going to respond? And if we haven't put the pressure there, that's what the 16th is about. Come on in. Welcome this morning, Judge Greg Mathis joining us oh, this morning. Oh, yeah. way, judge. Here. Right over right right And he a real judge. He ain't just a TV judge now. And a real leader. So this fight is about centralized federal government as opposed to states right. That's what cheetah's about. When we went in, met with the uh, US prosecutor for uh, the Louisiana Western uh, 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 the Division of Louisiana, he said, well, the DA couldn't by law prosecute those young whites because they were below age. And we said, well, first of all, how did he prosecute the young blacks as adults for attempted murder? Couldn't prosecute the young whites for pulling a gun mm-hmm. and beating up a black kid and the nooses, and they're all the same age in the same school. Are the black kid's grown and the white kid's juveniles and they're all the same age. That don't make sense. But beyond that, where's the federal law? And if any of you saw the House Judiciary Committee here in last Tuesday, he admitted he could have prosecuted under federal law. He didn't enforce it. And that is why we're going to march on November 16th on the Justice Department. Yeah, right. And I just got off the phone with the chairman, Reverend Durant, the Washington Virginia clergy organizer, we're going to, Reverend Desmond march around the Justice Department seven times like Joshua going to have the We're going to have to just march around seven times. And the walls of intolerance are going to come down because we got to put this in a real international setting. What do I mean by that? About a week and a half ago, I was down in Nassau for the International Diaspora Conference in the Bahamas. I was sitting having dinner with the premier of uh, Turks and Caicos, the prime minister of, uh, uh, of Swaziland, and the uh, uh, president of uh, the prime minister of Bermuda. While I was having dinner with them, my phone rang, and uh, uh, the father of Michael Bell was on the phone telling me they had put him back in juvenile jail. Same judge that was the adult judge that wrongly convicted him and was about to sentence him until we intervened. He's also the juvenile judge. It's almost like the Andy Griffith so Shame yes. dies everything. Yes. He's the juvenile judge, adult judge, whatever. So he said, "All right, y'all call Mars Marsha. Got me overturned on the adults. So I'm gonna get him on the juvenile." But what struck me was the head of the state I was having dinner with said, "How can your country come to Africa and the third world telling us go with them, not China when they're doing this?" And that's what it hit me, Haynes, we got to keep the pressure on Washington because they're at the global table trying to negotiate stuff that our brothers and sisters around the world will be saying to them, well, 50,000 people around your Justice Department, you ain't answering. How can we trust you? That's why they want to keep us quiet and tell us marching is old school. Well, Hangman News is old school too, but they're hanging them up. Yes. These white kids can learn from their forefathers, we are afraid to do ours. So we need to really, really, really mobilize so they don't think it's just some freak of nature we put all those people in Gina, like the stars were just lined up that time, some accident. They gotta know this is real. Yeah. Right here in Georgia, Gennaro Wilson's case, all of this needs to be connected. And my last point is that is what the civil rights part of the movement in the 60s did, is they connected Albany and the North Carolina movement and the Georgia movement and brought it all to D.C. The March on Washington 63 was a culmination of local movements that came together, and that's what we've got to do on the 60s and going forward. And lastly, tomorrow at 2 o'clock, we're going to open up our Southern Regional Office of Nash Action Network here on People Street. And it will be the Atlanta chapter office as well as the Southern region. We want everybody to be a part of that at 2 o'clock tomorrow. Uh, the address is on the back. All of you that are here in the Atlanta area Sunday, invited to come and be our guests. We're going to be here all day. Dick Gregory is already here. He's doing the afternoon session. Uh, Ovi Kendricks already here. Uh, we have great people lined up for you all day. I'm preaching tonight and then our national board meeting in the morning, and we're going to cut the ribbon on the office. So we're off and running. But I want everybody to leave here. Let us stand up Marcus Coleman, who has our Atlanta office, stand up. Yeah. Some people already have given them names. and want to do buses out of Atlanta, used in different parts of the country. We need to give up. I told Freddie Freddie Haynes and West Friendship did 21 buses to G. And he called home uh, yesterday after I got Michael Bezos with him and said, that We got to do more than that for Washington. We cannot stop. They, are, they never saw Gina coming when we announced it. <laughs> they definitely need to be shook in Washington. On, and we should be able to do those numbers just right there right. in Virginia and Washington. We want not bring them from all over the country because, again, the Justice Department has not been hit right. So you can't expect them to volunteer stuff we have not really laid at their feet. When we went and met with John Conyers and the Congressional Black Caucus and went into the judiciary hearing, they're ready to move, but they need the pressure. The climate's got to come from the streets. They can't look like they're trying to lead the fight. And uh, I think Conyers did a credible job, an incredible job, really, in the hearings. But again, where is the follow-up? And our people are ready. The leaders got to catch up with the people. Our yeah. people be ready. I'm on the air every day, 40 cities a day, people ready. Where are we going next? And you can't keep leading from behind. You got to be out front with the people. Your people are tired of this. So we need your help. Before Dr. Richardson introduced our speaker, I would like to hear from some words from a brother that has really given uh not only in image, but in body. He's been there for the NAACP, he's been there for Rainbow Push, he's been there for us, and uh, he has used his celebrity to help fuel and drive movements. and he knows the law. And I think that it is a real uh, uh, testimony to his uh, leadership and his uh, use of, you know, there was a time that we could expect our leading celebrities to be connected to the world that has not been as often as it should be of late, but he has helped to lead that drive back uh, toward the tradition we used to. And I think it would be appropriate to hear some words from the one and only Judge Greg math right. Thank, Thank
2: you. Reverend
5: Sharpton, Pastor Haynes, and the other distinguished board of directors, Richardson and others, Uh, let me thank you all for being so strong and standing strong coming out Wednesday morning, many of you probably running late for work, but I'm glad to be here, running late for my board meeting at Morehouse, but I I just heard the Reverend was here and that you all were holding a conference and I had to come. You know, on TV you might see me laughing and joking and having fun, but there's nothing really funny about what's happening in our community off the bench. I'm a committed activist, committed fighter for equal justice. And as Reverend told you, I've worked with Rainbow Push, continue to NAACP. I'm an officer of Rainbow Push and, of course, a big supporter of the National Action Network because I believe that we have to support leadership when they're out front because when they're out front, there's a lot of people shooting at their back You know, a lot of us, particularly in my generation, uh, they like to romanticize about the civil rights movement, these yuppies or buffies or whatever you call them, the ones that we sent to college and they came back different. (laughs) They like to romanticize about it. They say, you know, back in the day, Dr. King, Malcolm yeah.
2: Thank you, Thank you.
6: To follow a Judge Mathews, I've, I've been on programs with him before, and when he got through, I had to pronounce the benediction. And so I don't like.
3: that's Freddie Haynes uh, talking about Amos. Amos from Tekoa. <laughs> a minor prophet with a major message from the backside of nowhere. And Freddie Haynes all we didn't get through that whole thing. I just want you to hear a uh, uh, little bit of it this evening. Uh, that 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 speech it wasn't a sermon, it was during uh, a program, uh, Al Sharpton came through here. This was the year before uh, Barack Obama got elected. It was 2000. They came through Atlanta, the Action uh, uh, Network uh, uh, group that Al Sharpton uh, uh, heads up came through Atlanta, and uh, Reverend uh, Freddie Hayes from Dallas was the, uh, one of the keynote note speech. Speakers and he got up and started talking about uh, the minor prophet Amos, y'all. The, one of the most powerful uh, sermons that I've, I've ever heard. That thing uh, really uh, uh, put me on to some uh, some heavy stuff, y'all. Uh, y'all can uh, get that whole. That whole sermon on my website, hushboblack.com. Go there. You can find it. Uh, I've got it archived out there. Yeah. Hey, y'all. That's going to just about wrap it up for the Hushbow uh, this evening, December 17th. We'll be right back next week, Christmas Eve. Uh, December 24th, we'll be right back with you uh, on the Hushbo Black Forum. Tell a friend about us. Uh, go to my website, Hushmo Black, buy my book, uh, Racism and Hate in American Reality.
1: It's time.
3: Thank y'all. Until next week, child, be good.
1: The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkracism.com.